0: And we're back with living the guide life. Um, up in Minnesota right now, it is pretty dry. Everything's basically brown. I don't know about how you guys are doing all around the country, but up in the Midwest, it is very dry. It'll be interesting to see how that turns out for the rest of the year and see if we get more rain to maybe cause some flooded timber, flooded corn, whatever that is. Um, Kind of what I'm hoping for is we get some big rains here more towards the end of August that way when it comes around, we're just gonna be ready to roll in flooded corn. But by the looks of it and with it being like it is from last fall, it's not looking too hot. Everything's pretty brown, pretty tough for the farmers to be growing stuff right now. so just hoping for some rain, hoping for the farmers to you know be able to grow their crops really i know it's kind of tough right now um everything's still growing just not as good as we'd like it to so that's kind of the problem we're having up here in minnesota right now but other than that uh just living the dream so we are brought to you by chasing Fowl outfitters um make sure to go check us out on instagram shoot me a call shoot me a text whatever it is we did have a couple cancellations open up november so if you would like to get on that november late season later season mallard um hunt slash goose hunt that's our that's our bread and butter right there if you want to get on a fun fun field hunt um my favorite time of year snow is usually on the ground cold ducks are right where we want them to be and they just they just make for a blast of a time so Shoot me a message on that. I'll uh, update you guys on the cancellation dates and everything, but just throwing that out there as well as we're brought to you by bourbon media. So I'll give them a quick minute here.
1: If you're a small business owner in the outdoor industry, we get it. The words digital marketing can be intimidating. You're a grunt work, sweat it out, bust your chops kind of person who's addicted to progress and put all of your time and energy into operating your business. We at bourbon media can help you push it even further. We're digital marketing experts. I'm talking web development, content creation, social media management, SEO, paid advertising, the whole nine yards. And as fellow outdoorsmen, we know the industry, keep your business up to date and expand your reach with digital marketing that is directed at your core market. We are bourbon media. Cheers to progression.
0: And that wraps things up for bourbon media. Um, Other than that, we are brought to you by Pacific Calls as well. They're going to be down at the Ducks Expo in Fort Worth, Texas this weekend. So if you're going to be around, go say hello, go check them out, um, go try out some of their calls and see what they're all about because that expo is going to be huge, guys. Um, So if you live around that area and you have some time to go run down there, I highly recommend I would. If I wasn't up in Minnesota and I had some extra time on my hands, that's definitely a spot I'd like to be at just because the amount of people that are going to be there and everything going on it should be a good time. So make sure to go check out the Pacific calls guys over at the expo this weekend. Um, they got a bunch of good dudes at the booth. Everybody's going to be having a lot of fun and uh, their calls are ready to roll. So go try them out. And now we have Zane Howard on today. Um, part owner of Loaded Timber and we just kind of dig through it all, man. We go into what Loaded Timber is all about and what they're looking for into bringing youth hunters and veteran hunters in, um, on certain trips throughout the year and kind of their backstory on that, on why they're doing it and what they're doing it for. So really cool story. Zane's an awesome guy to chat with um and he's got a lot of fun stories about hunting in the timber so if you're a guy that wants to go hunt mallards in the timber and you want to hear some stories about it make sure to check out this podcast because this is the one for you and we are live with living the guide life today and we have Zane Howard on who is the owner of Loaded Timber Waterfowl and also a guide at Dust Devil Outfitters. So, Zane, how are we doing?
1: Pretty good, man. How are you?
0: Doing well. So, tell me more about this truck that you got.
1: Man, uh, so it's a 2018 uh, limited edition. It's got 65,000 miles on it. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up Dylan. You know, he's one of the part owners of Loaded Timber. I'm going to hit him up. He's got a few tires and wheels I can put on it. He's gonna he's gonna hook me up, you know, for the low. So we're gonna get some oh, good yeah. tires, put us some good wheels on it. We're gonna make the limited look real good coming out. Dude, that is nice. You'd love to hear it. Oh, definitely. hundred percent. Dude,
0: so what's the weather like down there right now?
1: Uh hot. You know, say, you know you ever heard of uh, that saying it's hotter. Satan fill yeah. in the blank. Yeah, yeah, it's hundred percent. That's what it is down here. I mean, honestly, today wasn't that bad. We got a pretty good storm rolled through yesterday, cooled it off just for today. But I think after today, it's going to be right back to being hot, humid, and yeah. you know, if you if you go mow your yard, you want to do it before nine o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, did I feel that. We dude, we had like a hot, hot streak for the past like two, three weeks. It was like ninety five every day. I was like, what are we Ooh. doing?
1: I mean, that's the same as it is down here, but, you know, was it a, did y'all got, did y'all got humidity up yeah. here?
0: Yeah, we got it, like, really bad, because all the lakes and stuff.
1: And it's so, about the same as it is here, then, yeah. you know, that, that, <laughs> that didn't help y'all at all, being up north. Oh,
0: my God, no. Yeah, it was brutal, but, now we're, now we're good, I mean, it got down to, like, 45 last night, so,
1: we're kind of back in <laughs> our bread and butter. I mean, I would kill, for it to be 45 degrees here. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous, man. It's it's June 22nd and it was 45 degrees last night there, man. I would kill for that.
0: Dude, there's Osmos driving around, had the windows down. I'm like, I do not hate this right now.
1: Man, I mean, it, it was like probably 74 here this morning, 75. Yeah. It, it was like, oh, man, this is awesome. 45, man. Ooh. Man, June 27th, 45 <laughs> degrees. I'm I'm jealous. Hardcore jealous. 100%.
0: <laughs> Dude, absolutely. But I want to hear more about how you got started with Loaded Timber.
1: All right. So, uh, man, it's, it goes back a while. Um, so I met Dylan, I think, four years ago. And I met him through a mutual friend. And, you know, we didn't really know each other or anything like that. But uh, so my buddy, I found some mallards. And I was like, it was opening day in Texas. He was like, Hey, I got this buddy Dylan. You know, he he knows what he's doing duck hunting, just can he come? And I was like, Yeah, sure. You know, we found about four hundred mallards. So I was yeah. like, Yeah, we, we need another person. So yeah, so we had six guys. I, I met Dylan the night before, we stayed the night out there, you know, you know how public land hunting goes. And uh we talked and hung out, and you know, everybody was like, Man, what if we kill a six man mallards opening day in Texas? And I I kind of looked at him and was like, Man, I won't even hunt the rest of the year if we kill a six-man <laughs> limit of mallards on opening day. And they were like, "Man, I wouldn't say that." You know, there's a lot of birds in here, and I mean, so we went in there, and sure enough, nine thirty, we're walking out six-man limited mallards. And uh, you know, from then on, I me and Dylan just kind of clicked, and you know, he was like, "All right, I know this guy knows what he's talking about," and I was like, "Yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about." And we we kind of started scouting together and started hunting together, and then uh. It got to the point where two years that went by and we were like, Man, we, we could kind of probably do something with this, you know, like we're we kill quite a few birds on public land, you know, we we gotta act for it, you know, and I mean yeah. we, we know what we're doing. So we uh we just debated with the idea and then last year I was kinda like, you know what? We're gonna do it. Like I, it doesn't matter. This year we're gonna do it. We just need a name, we need to figure out what we're gonna do, how we're gonna do it, set a goal, let's go. Yeah. So then it just happened to where I started dating Lana, which is also a part owner of Loaded Timber, and uh, we were playing with all these names and everything. We were like, man, that sounds stupid. Man, that sounds dumb. Man, that sounds dumb. And then Lana one day was just like, oh, I- I've been thinking of one, but I feel like it's kind of dumb. And I was like, well, it can't be any worse than the rest of them, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, he was like, Uh, Loaded Timber Waterfowl. And I was like, that's the best warm we've had yet. I was like, you know, we hunt timber down here. We always have the the saying of, man, that place is loaded. you know? yeah. So I mean, it just it kind of fell in. It kind of fit. I called Dylan, told him about it. He was like, oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's the best. One. Yeah. So then um, we kind of just set our LLC up, um, got some video, tried to get some videos together. Uh, Austin Vermillion did a great job with the one video we did get with him this last season. Um And I mean, it just kind of all fell into place and i mean it's kind of gaining traction and you know we're, we're trying to do something other than just make content you know i mean yeah. obviously you will, you want content you want people to be like wanting to look forward to your videos and stuff but um <laughs> so that that's the big thing is getting content this year but the other big thing is you know our veteran and youth hunt so yeah. september 25th and 26th we'll be up north doing a veteran and we'll have one youth with us it'll be a veteran hunt with one youth and then uh we'll do a little video with that we you know it's just kind of going to be a surprise we ain't going to really talk about that yeah and then we're going to do a youth hunt down here and then you know we'll we'll do our week-long up there with Wade you know, you've know, you had Wade on here great guy by the yeah. way awesome guy um and we're, we're going to do a video and have that produced by Joel Jones and you know um I mean there, there's a lot of good things coming this season we're going to have quite a bit of content and we're going to try to build off of that and Eventually, try to get a bunch of youth and veteran hunts going. They're sponsored by us. I mean, it's it's all about getting the kids into it. It's all about you know the veterans too. I mean, we owe them everything. They're the reason we're able to do what we do. So I mean, yeah, um, it's it's all going to be a good thing this season. I feel like
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that's a big thing, dude. Everything going on, you got to thank your veterans. Hundred
1: percent, right. man. I mean, it, You know, I I couldn't even imagine being in some of the positions they've been in. Oh so, god, I mean, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's the least it's the least we can do you know they they obviously probably love guns and love hunting so we're gonna we're gonna put some try to put some mallards in their face and let them have fun killing them
0: absolutely dude that's awesome yeah that'll be a be a lot of fun uh go do some trips as well it sounds like
1: oh yeah oh yeah uh i mean you you used to be able to kill mallards in our area down here and i mean when i say kill mallards i mean kill them there yeah. was no there you, can, you can kill them. Go scout, find, a, find two or three other places for the next day. Kill them. Leave that other place alone. Go to that place the next day. Kill them. I mean, it, it was, it was pretty bang, 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 killing birds here. And then about the last three years, it kind of slowed down. Um, if you've listened to any, like, to the, the podcast I was on with Billy Campbell, the the Doctor Duck podcast. Yeah. If I was, you know, if you listen to that, you heard yeah. me talk about. Our boat ramps starting to get crowded. You know all the people coming in on us, everything like that. And I mean, this area has kind of gotten crowded, and it's just it's kind of hard to kill birds on our public land. But I mean, you can do it. You just got to put in a lot of extra time.
0: Yeah. Oh, I a lot. imagine.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. From what it sounds like,
0: <laughs> public land down there can be pretty hectic.
1: Man, uh, if 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 that's that's putting it lightly. <laughs> I mean, if if you find a place holding birds, you better be ready to stay there overnight. No matter if it's the start of season, middle of season, end of season. I mean, it's really? it's gotten to the point now where there's so many people going after it. Which I mean, last year, you know, COVID probably had something to do with that. There was yeah. people being able to go and do as they please. You know, they kind of had free will and everything. I mean, I I think that might have had something to do with it. But I mean, man, it is was... I can't really can't really put it into words.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can because 'cause I've seen videos down there where there's just I mean, just shitloads of boats trying to get into this area, like different areas. But,
1: man, and in, in Arkansas over there, you know, some of the videos I'm sure you've seen is over in Arkansas. Yeah. And man, we me and a buddy went over there one time. Well, I say one time. We've we've been over there multiple times. Yeah. But um this particular area, we went once and we never went back because of this reason. Like, you know, we got a gator tail and all these guys got these souped up, hot uh, sus and all that. Yeah. Hey, four o'clock came, they took off, and I mean, it was like they didn't care if you were in their way or nothing. We we just stayed back and watched. We were like, that's insane. Like, I, I can remember looking at them just going, that, that's crazy. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Of course, we got beat to the hole we wanted to go to, but, I mean, man, those boat races up there get wild. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine.
0: That's the one thing happy that we don't have to worry about up here. Like, it's just the chaos of that. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but, like, that's just a lot more than I'd want to get involved with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm sure up there you There's also a time and place. For everything. Oh yeah. 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 Y'all, y- y'all do a lot of field up there.
0: Yeah. Like all of our stuff is all private. Like that's because it's also super easy to get on. Like you can go anywhere, and they're more likely going to say yes. If you know how to have a conversation with a farmer, and like, yeah, be able to bullshit about their like planting season or harvest season or whatever it is, warm up to them a little bit. Like it's not, it's not hard. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Another. Have you ever,
1: you ever, sh- you ever shot the birds of the timber though?
0: I've not. It, that's on my list, dude, because it looks badass.
1: Man, that's. I'm gonna tell you right now, if that don't make you smile, I don't know what else will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, just man, having a having a group of thirty mallards come down through an opening in the trees and then just disperse, and when you say kill them, I mean birds just dropping everywhere. I mean, it does something to your soul, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Like we hunted, <laughs> we hunted a wood duck hole last year that was in like this, this little pond right in the middle of this just random piece of woods and watching them just come through the trees like that was so cool. There'd only be like a couple of them here and there. And yeah, like, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to go hunt down in Arkansas for those mallards.
1: Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I was growing up, it was – I mean, in, in East Texas growing up, I mean, it was something – Yeah, it was something special. I mean, it, it's not something a lot of people my age saw or have seen, but, I mean, um, well, in our area anyways. You yeah. know, Arkansas, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's people my age that have seen that a lot. But in my area, you know, people that are my age, I don't know that there's too many that have that memory. And
2: yeah.
1: uh, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Uh, very blessed to have the family I do that, Big in waterfowl, you know. My great grandpa, my grandpa, my dad, my brother, my dad's friends took me. I mean, I I had a lot of people to teach me. I had a lot of people to you know mentor me in that area. And I mean, I I was very blessed.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, definitely, it's cool to see like the change in how everything comes together throughout the years. Whether it's yeah. like, I mean, worse worse in that aspect, but it's cool to see like what all goes down and how certain areas change
1: and every every area is different I yeah mean, you know we we travel quite a bit and hunt, and i mean everywhere that we hunt we hunt it different yeah i mean some places you throw out as big of a spread as you can yeah some places you want a small spread some some places you want you know a medium sized spread some places you want this many spinners some places you want zero spinners i mean it's just mm-hmm. You're right, man. The landscape's so different. I mean, the demographics of hunting is just crazy all over the year. Yeah,
0: there's no question about it. I mean, even up here, dude, like, just depending on the year, we could throw a spread that's 90 dozen silhouettes, or we could throw a spread that's, like, two dozen full bodies. And it's, like, it just all varies. on like, if we're trying to hunt late-season geese, like, we're just going to throw it at, throw the whole kitchen sink at them. And then yeah. if we just early season hawkers on like this little loaf pond we'll just throw a couple dozen, call it good.
1: And that's see, that's that's wild. I mean, we don't uh we don't shoot geese down here. I mean, we don't have that, you know, that opportunity, but um I think we'll get that opportunity this season up in, you know, the northwest where we'll be. But yeah. um I would if you if you asked me to tell you how to shoot like the big boys the big honkers i your guess your guess is as good as mine i mean i know i know what i'm doing with lessers and stuff but i mean when it comes to to the big honkers i don't know if it's the same i, that's what, I don't even know if it's the same as shoot, the big ones I, I have no idea yeah but
0: it's a different ball game for sure like lessers you're just trying to like from what i've seen hunted just like you're just trying to cause chaos
1: a lot of Oh, yeah. A lot of noise. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. A lot of noise. A lot of, a lot of socks all grouped up. Make it look like there's birds moving everywhere and yeah. be loud. Loud yeah. as you can. I mean, make as much noise as possible. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it. And
0: then for like the big honker side of things, I mean, they're a weird bird man. I mean, like they can be really friendly some days and then some days you just can't do anything with them. And like, yeah. Calling. It's a huge thing for them. I mean, sometimes you just got to be, just shut the hell up. Like, they will not respond. Or it's just like, you got to be just blowing them. Like, our migrator days, that's a big thing for us. Like, early September, when, like, the molt migrators are rolling through, they'll be sky high, way up there. You got to throw a big spread, and you just got to, everybody's got to be calling, because you got to pull them from just, just absolutely the heavens. And then yeah. you'll have some spots where they're just fucking come right off the roost, right in throw a couple of clucks here and there. And you're golden.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, with the, the migrators, I mean, heck, that's how it is. I mean, down here, I just posted this picture a couple of days ago. Uh, I had I had a bunch of mallards around my neck and then I slid it over and had, had them lined up for a picture. It was a migrator day. And I yeah. mean, it was, it was one of those days where we had probably eight dozen decoys out, and the wind was blowing thirty miles an hour out of the north, and it was cloudy, and I mean, it was just nasty. It it was one of those. It was if you were out there, you were about it. It was cold. The wind was blowing, <laughs> and I mean, we shot. I think twenty twenty two mallard, or no, eighteen mallards, and six bull sprig, yeah, and a couple gadwall, and I mean, it was one of those where you had to be loud, but once once they saw the decoys and heard you, it was wings folded straight to the water. Yeah. And I mean it was it was incredible. It was one of those, you know, migrator day, you're loud, you're 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 cold, you're ready to get out of there. But then, you know, that first group does it right, and you get warm, and you're like, Oh, yeah, all right, cool, this is about to happen. And then it happened you get out of there and you're like, Man, I'm really glad we went, even though the conditions were terrible. <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm with you on that it's just like you just start getting into them and then you just warm up and you totally forget about the cold oh 100% <laughs> just, you,
1: don't, you don't think about it no, you, like, start, you, start shoot, you start shooting you start shooting greenheads in front of you that cold goes out the window it don't matter if you got frostbit toes and fingers you ain't you ain't thinking about it
0: oh exactly I just us for the cold up here like fuck dude I love the cold so much Growing up in Minnesota, that's like I all I know. And I mean, we'll get down to like fucking negative twenty, negative twenty-five, Ooh. and it's cold. I've
1: never been none that.
0: It can get chilly, but it can get really good. Like if you get like, like our late season, if you can hit it where it gets really cold and like sunshine, and you just go out there at, like ten o'clock, set up in the field, and their midday feed. Oh, so good. But, Like I'll just. We'll go set up in the morning, whatever, and then just sit in the trucks. Once we see that first group, we just start rolling and gunning out there, and then we're all good. Right,
1: that, that, that don't sound bad at all. Ain't <laughs> a lot, I can do that.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. We've got a couple of tricks up our sleeve. Make it work.
1: Man, I, I could do that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's fun. But you said you were going to be uh, possibly shooting some big hawkers. Where are you going to go do that at?
1: Oh uh, well, so oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. gonna be our uh, our <laughs> public secret. Land thing. Yeah, it's, and I, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to be. You know, no worries, brother. A, a jackass by being like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna <laughs> tell." But I mean, it's one of those places that, man, it's it's so lightly pressured. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those. We got we got to keep up our sleeves. I mean, man, it. it's yeah. It's unlike anything that I've seen, and I, I've seen some stuff growing yeah. up. And I mean. Where where we're going, man, it's just – it doesn't matter when you go. You're going to kill your birds. Yeah. And we just happened – we happened to meet some locals last year and then this year also and uh, through social media. Yeah. We met the locals last year while we were there, and they're going to allow us to hunt with them. And then we met a guy through social media that we're going to hunt with. And, uh, I mean, man, it's, it's a great place overall. Yeah. But, Got to keep that one secret. Got
2: to keep it. Saying. I yeah. wish I
1: could say it. I'm sure there's going to be people that are like, oh, that dude's that. Oh, that dude's this. Oh, he, he just don't want to tell nobody. He's being greedy, this and that. I mean, that. That's not it. It's just everywhere else is so heavily pressured. And we found a place that is very lightly pressured. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of birds. And I mean, it's just. Everybody's got to have secrets, it, brother. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those places. So, exactly. I, mean, I, I hate that I can't say it. The love, but I mean, it's it's too good to, to just talk <laughs> to about. Draw, it.
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> I feel yeah. that, dude. There's mm-hmm. definitely spots up here where I feel the same way. It's just like you find your little find your little chunk, and it's like if you tell anybody, then everybody's gonna go.
1: You tell you tell one, uh-huh. oh, and I mean, next next thing you know, I learned that the hard way, man. And I'm sure Dylan and everybody will tell you. I've always been the one that invites people. And I'm like, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, man, come on. Because yeah. I, I hate being the guy that's like, no, we we don't have room. Or, yeah. no, I'm not taking anybody here. Like, I hate being that guy. But uh, I, it got to the point where now i got to be that yeah. guy. And I don't like that at all. But, I mean, it's gotten to that point. And Dylan, if Dylan listens to this, he'll laugh. <laughs> He's always told me, man, man, you invite too many people. <laughs> You've got to learn to say no to invite <laughs> too many people. And, I mean, every time I'm like, man, I know, I know, but I don't want to be like that. I yeah. know I don't want to be like that. But, I mean, I mean, I learned my lesson the hard way. And we've, we've taken some people a few places, and then next thing you know, there's five other boats there when
2: there was yeah. nobody
1: there before. Yeah. So, you know.
0: That, I'm with you on that. We... <laughs> i told a buddy last year about this spot pretty close to his house and i was like yeah dude it's public so like you can like no we've never ran into anyone out there nobody like it's super secluded like you really have to do your digging to find this spot and yeah i mean we hunted it for two years never saw anybody and it was we'd limit out every time we would go so i was like dude yeah like I don't live up there anymore, like, you can go up there and rip it, whatever. And he's like, alright, sweet, care if I bring my dad up there? I'm like, yeah, just, like, try try to keep it on the DL. <laughs> like, he's one of my good buddies, so I don't really care, but, like, it's just, like, fucking 20 people out there, all fucking running and gunning, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> he's like, well, I told him it was private, I'm like, dude, you can look on Onyx, and I'll show you it's not, like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it- not to mention that, but I also learned, like, I, I'm going to post pictures regardless. I mean, yeah. I just, that's how I am. That's, that's how we spread content. I mean, I'm yeah. going to post pictures and people they are like, oh, you shouldn't post pictures. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a newbie actor. This or that. I'm like, man, I mean, <laughs> come on now. I mean, yeah. that's how you spread your brand. I mean, that's <laughs> how you, 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 under, you get people to be like, oh, these guys kill birds. Not yeah. Not like, you know, anyways. Um, I mean. I learned the hard way of making sure when you post a picture, you can't see anything in it that's going to give away where you where you are. Mm-hmm. And I mean that. I mean I ain't gonna lie, I found a few places that way too. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it that that's a big part of it too. I mean not just not just showing people, yeah. but when you post a picture, make sure you you got a background that is not noticeable in any way, shape, form, or fashion.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, that's like one of the pros and cons of social media i mean you just like you want to show everybody what you're doing like everybody does. oh yeah but like I you mean, also social- have to be yeah. like i don't want to give away my spot i kind of gotta work it into this angle and gotta do all that kind of stuff or like, yeah
1: yeah yeah no I, I i agree i mean social media is a good and a bad thing social media is great yeah you're allowed to share everything and get more people into it, and be like, "Man, look, this is cool and fun, you know, but then also it's bad because I feel like it's gotten some people to be like, "I gotta have a bigger pile, so I gotta shoot everything that flies by me within seventy yards No, oh, i gotta I gotta do this for that i got I gotta make piles, even if it's ringnecks, this and that I mean it just i mean man, I've seen people shoot at ringnecks while a group hunting beside them that beat keep them there. Literally shoot at Reneck sixty yards away while they have mallards working them just and flare those birds. And I'm like, man, if that was me, I'd be very, very irritated right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's like I said, the good thing is getting more people into it and allowing you to spread the, the word the right way, as Billy would say, and everything. I mean but then it's it's gotten back 'cause now I feel like everybody feels like it's a competition of who can post yeah. the biggest pile. Oh yeah, that's not it at all. Like you know, that that's not it. Mm -mm.
0: No, not at all. It's it's not. That's what people think they need to do to be able to prove themselves.
1: Exactly, and I mean, I I would rather you go out there. I I promise, one hundred percent. This is no bullshit. I would rather you go out there and not shoot a bird and do it respectfully and the right way, rather than go out there and shoot a few. You know, "quote unquote" trash ducks, and then one greenhead and screw yes. somebody else up beside you that was on the X that did their homework, that did their scouting. You just shot everything that was flying by. They had birds working them all, all morning. You yeah. know, that were "quote unquote" not trash ducks. Yeah, just my lingo there. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I, I would. I promise you, I'd rather you shoot zero birds, or me. I would rather shoot zero birds than do all that. I, I don't want to mess anybody else up. You know what I'm saying? Oh
0: yeah. It, Dude, I mean, we'll even run into that on public. Like, we'll we'll set up on the X or something, or I mean, on private, set up on the X. Somebody will be hunting a field over. They'll be working in, and just all of a sudden, public geese will fly over them at like, eighty yards, and they'll just start ringing off. I'm like, God,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about, man. And, I, and I'm not talking trash about anybody. No. I'm not a trash talker. Yeah. I mean, I'm just telling. I'm just telling the truth. Telling it how it is. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot more of that in the recent years, and um, that that's one of the things we're trying to get get out there and try to change. You know, what yeah. I mean, um, it's it's gotten to the point now where we we it's gotten to the point where we notice it on a large scale.
2: Yeah, you know,
1: there's it's like, oh, if I can't kill him, no one else can. You yeah. know, like it's if if somebody beats you to a spot, tip your hat. Understand they wanted it more than you did. Yep. Go somewhere else. Let let them kill their birds. You know. Let know that you you got your butt handed to you that day by yep. another group that wanted it more and go somewhere else. You know. And and that's I've done that before. I mean, there's been people that beat me to the spot. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll we'll see you. You yeah. know, I, I'll go over here. Y'all y'all have fun because yeah. I know you're about to. <laughs> oh yeah. <you> know? and, <laughs> I mean, and then there's times where you know there we were in Arkansas one time and it was me, Dylan. And a couple other buddies, it was just four of us, and we had been watching this timber hole for probably four days. We were waiting on a sunny day. And I mean this this timber hole's covered up with mallards. And uh the sunny day comes, we get there, we get at the ramp at three, and there's a boat putting in as we get there. And we didn't see who it was. And you know, normally in that area we know everybody. So yeah. they they went on and I was like, I put the boat in and said, Man, wouldn't it be some crap if they went right where we were going? <laughs> Sure enough, we pull up and there's a headlight. And I'm like, no,
2: <laughs> no.
1: So uh anyways, me and Dylan make the decision to go talk to them. Yeah. And they're about, they're probably about six yards away from where we want to be. They have no idea this whole of the timbers back there. They have no idea these birds are there. They they didn't even scout when we talked to them. Yeah. And it was three 16-year-old kids. And I mean, they they had no idea these birds were there. They're like, "Oh man, we'll go somewhere else. We'll let y'all have it." You know, it, it's it looks like the water's too covered to hunt, anyways. And I'm like, "Man, y'all beat us. This is public land. I ain't kicking y'all out of a spot." I was like, "I'm not gonna do that and be that way." I was like, "Y'all just come hunt with us right back here." Yeah. And they're like, "No, oh, we'll, we'll go somewhere else. We'll go somewhere else." And I, I told them again, I was like, "Man, no, y'all beat us. Like, I'm not kicking y'all out of a spot." So Dylan showed them the video of like the scouting trips we had and they go oh yeah we'll hunt y'all. and then <laughs> and then at first light I mean heck we had like 200 birds working us just messing each other up and then we had a group of 30 come down in there and we Ooh. shot 14 out of that first we shot 14 out of that first group and I, I'm gonna tell you those kids those kids have never seen anything like that they looked at us and they were like
2: oh my gosh that was
1: awesome you know just like going insane like you know, like, how did y'all work them like that? How did y'all do this? And, it, and you know, we explained to them. And, yeah. And then, you know, it ended up, we shot a seven-man limit of mallards. And those kids never done anything like that. And, you know, they're, they're like, oh, let's get y'all's number, you know, let's <laughs> go we'll hunt together some more. And yeah. I was like, yeah, man, sure. You know, and I mean, that was one of those times where, like, it, it really made me happy to make someone else happy. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we taught those kids in the process, you know, how why we threw the decoys this way, why we were calling them like this while we were doing this at a certain point and you know why we called the shot at this time and stuff like that i mean it it was a learning situation for everybody but that that's one of those times where you know somebody beat us but they had enough room where we could all hunt together and it just worked out yeah you know so that's the other aspect of it you know go somewhere else but if there's room to hunt together hunt together and make it work yeah
0: oh i'm with you on that the amount of like people friends you can meet through that too like I don't know why you wouldn't try to hunt together, in my opinion. And some people are just like, fuck no, I ain't gonna hunt with other people. This is my spot. I'm like, okay, whatever.
1: Yeah, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't like that, man. If, I'm gonna tell you right now, if somebody's come in on you and you have room. Now, I get it if you know you can only hide four people and you yeah. have four people already, you know, yeah. that, that's different. But I mean, if you got two guys and you can hide four people and they got two guys, they come in on you they obviously know the birds are there too so yeah. you might as well just be like yeah man come on you know if we don't shoot our four man whatever i mean at least at least we're hunt- hunting together working together killing a few birds
2: yeah
0: oh i'm with you on that Cause, yeah we ran uh i mean i've met so many people through hunting just private stuff like people have the same permission and whatnot and sometimes it doesn't work out i mean we had like eight we had a group of eight guys set up everything and then had like two guys come in like five minutes before light and i'm like dude wish I could have you out but like we already have everything set up and like we just don't have the room and you should like if you just showed up like an hour before shooting light could have made something work yeah but you showed up right at shooting light and so it's just like kind of put me in a pickle here because I'd want to invite you out but I can't because I got like seven other dudes with me and so then it's just like a whole mess
1: yeah no I I totally understand that I mean that's that's a different ballgame there, especially when y'all hunt in the field and stuff. You know, I'm sure, do y'all hunt a lot of A-frames, the layouts? Yeah. Or yeah.
0: Like, that time we were hunting out of A-frames. Like, we had both of our A-frames yeah, so totally brushed up. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you can't just throw another A-frame up real quick <laughs> and roll with it. Yeah. And that's not, that's not doable. That's not feasible. You can't do that.
0: Yeah. Like, we took when... all night to brush those things in. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you, boys. Like, I just can't.
1: Yeah, no, I I feel that completely. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, also the thing about hunting with people, you never know what that other person knows. You never know what you're gonna learn. I mean, yeah. even, even oh, if yeah. they don't know anything, they can they can learn something from you, or if you know they know more than you, heck, learn something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's always a learning experience. I mean, heck, I learned something multiple things new every season.
0: Yeah. Oh, you have to. I mean so. birds are always changing and new topics yeah, come 100%. up. Like should, dude, we used to we used to run A frames in the middle of a field. And now, since everybody has been trying to do it around us, they just quit doing it. So we stopped doing it, but people are still doing it. And it's like, you just got to adjust with the birds. You got to learn what they want to do and what they, because, dude, we would like, I mean, two years ago, yeah, it was two years ago, they literally we'd set up in a cornfield or just corn stalks in there, set it right in the middle. And they had no idea, just would just fucking yeah. work right in perfect last year we tried it they're like nope 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 i'm like okay <laughs> yep. nope. i'll take that one that,
1: that's another thing i mean you want to help people out tell them your secrets how you kill birds then tell people and you help them out and then everybody starts doing it and yep. the birds get used to it and then you got to figure something else out different again and then you know if you keep killing birds and those guys aren't killing birds anymore when you told them what to do they're gonna be like man well what are you doing different and you tell them and then just changes again it's yeah. never any clock yeah I mean I'm always help people out oh, no matter oh, what yeah. but I know because yeah. I, I know I can change no matter what exactly and I mean that's not me that's not me being cocky I don't want to sound like that I don't want to sound arrogant <laughs> no, I'm not I'm just saying like I, I know like
2: you do your research is,
1: yeah if something different is happening I'm gonna try to adjust with it just yeah. like I mean I'm sure some people have already heard this too, but I mean, one day we were hunting, me, Lana and Cody were hunting in September and these birds weren't having, I mean, they weren't having the column. They weren't having the decoys. Nothing. And Lana's like, Hey, why don't, why don't we just move over there and not take any decoys? Cause the birds were going down over there. Yeah. I mean, they, they get over our decoys. They come down and they'd be like, Oh, uh, Nope. And then they would go land about 40 yards away from us and uh, 40, 50 yards probably. And, uh, I was like, "Why don't we just go over there and not take any decoys?" And I kind of looked at her and was like, "You know what? That that might work because yeah. they want to be there." So we got over there, no decoys. I used a Drake whistle, didn't do any other kind of calling. And I mean, we were shooting greenheads in the face of five yards, and we yeah. ended up shooting like thirteen. And I mean, that's two away from our limit. I mean, in an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, that's not that's not very bad.
0: Yeah, no, no one hate that.
1: And I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing we adjusted. You know, I. I don't know too many people that would have went over there without decoys and not called and you know yeah. that kind of stuff. And that's what I'm saying, like, like you said, you got to adjust and adapt like the birds, do. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: I mean, dude, that that's the thing with the waterfall game. I mean, there's always new things that come up, whether it's layout lines, A frames, eye bomb silhouettes, full bodies. I mean, it's always moving and grooving. Yep, hundred percent. Like, you just
1: gotta adjust. That's all it is. Yep. That's that's the name of the game now. Yeah. I mean, now that a lot of people are doing it, that's that's just the name of the game. Yeah. Do stand out, be different mm-hmm. than everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the like the biggest thing for people we realize up here is just like the overcalling. Like people just try to wail on their calls, and I'm yeah. like, dude, I can yeah. hear you from like three miles away, and you don't sound that good. But I'm not like, not trying to hate anybody, but like I'm like just like do a couple of clucks and moans and you'd probably be able to kill some but like don't need to yeah. try to wail on it every
1: time i have no comment on that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna I'm I'm keep my mouth shut on that one i can imagine down there uh i mean granted granted there was one time we hunted some timber over in arkansas in that area where the boat races are and those boys put on a clinic. I'm talking about there was probably 10 of them all blowing on downs. probably been hunting together for 10, 15 years, and they sounded amazing. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just – I mean, they were probably 200 yards from us, but we could hear them, and, man, it sounded It sounded like – there was probably 10 or 15 of them calling, but it sounded like there was 200, 300 mallards on the water over there feeding. And, I Jeez. mean, it sounded beautiful. Like, it was one of those, like – I knew it was me and one other guy, so I knew I had no I, there was no way I was competing with that. So we just kinda of put our calls down and we didn't mess them up, you yeah. know, and everything. And we just we just listened and like every now and then you could catch through the trees. Well, I mean, we were about two hundred yards, which up there that's a long way. Some people set up fifty yards for me if there's an open hole. Yeah. And um I mean we were we were gonna go to that hole, but man, we couldn't find it because you know it's not our place. And then those guys ended up. We got to it, and those guys just pulled up, and we were all like, "Oh man!" Mm. But then I was like, "Well, there's a hole about 200 yards over here. We won't, you know, even see their birds." And yeah. every now and then, you can catch a glimpse of the birds they were working. And I mean, man, those groups they were getting down in there was stupid. But it was one of those. I put the call down and just listened, and I I enjoyed every second of it because I mean, it was. I mean, it really sounded like there was two three hundred mallards over there on the water feed. I mean, it was it was something that I can't put into words. Yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, hats off to those boys. If I knew who it was, I would I would literally <laughs> shake their hands and be like, guys, that's that's what I'm talking yeah. about. That, that right there is how you call ducks. Yeah. That, that sounded beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to love like just groups of guys that just know how to do it
1: together. Like yeah. just been hunting so yeah, I mean, long, like yeah. I mean, that was that was one of those that was one of those groups. And yeah. I, I can give props where props are due, and that that was due. Yeah, props that morning. I just I never got to see them. I we talked to them for a few minutes when we got there, and that was it. Never caught their names, nothing. And I mean, to this day, if I knew who it was, I hey, bud, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, that's how you, that's how you kill birds right there. i mean it's there's not a lot of that that goes on where i would do that to somebody but that that group right there was one of them
0: yeah put on a show
1: man it was good
0: yeah that's awesome yeah that's that's something uh i don't know i i'd like to witness that being in like a public area because we don't hunt public very like ever i i tried to hunt public once last year i was bored and i was like yeah there's like a hundred ducks on this little pond showed up went and talked to him like there was like two other guys already there i was like yeah he goes on hunt together like nah i'm like okay so i'll go hunt a different pond i hunted a different pond and then we looked back and there was like six trucks when we left on this one pond there was like dude it couldn't have been more than like a 50 yard wide pond there was three different groups set up on it after we left
1: oh my god that's terrible (laughs)
0: And so I was like, yep, That's terrible. <laughs> never in public again. My yeah. thought was like, I was like, ah, that'd be sick to just go shoot like quick two man off some public land. Like that would be sweet. I haven't done yeah, it 100%. in like a while. And so I'm like, that'd be cool. And showed up and I'm like, yep, this is the reason I quit in public
1: and I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm up, up here. Yeah. Well, I mean, last year down here got me to that point. And I mean, it was to the point where I was like, man, is it even worth it anymore? And, and then, you know, like I said, we found another good spot that yes. is very, it's just not pressured at all. And I'm like, I love public hunting, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome to kill them on private land. I'm not taking that away. Cause I mean, it, Hey, I love hunting private land every now and then cause Hey, You wake up 30 minutes before shooting time and go out there and throw some decoys, you know, kill your birds most of the time. And I mean, heck, who doesn't love that? That's a good reset. It's a good decompression from all the public land struggle and grind. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm not knocking anybody that hunts private. Don't think that. Yeah. I mean, you know, the public land, you kill a limit of mallards on public land, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We did something.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I, I'll tell you, uh, I mean, our area, the, the boys that back down the south, you know, Michael Sims and Caleb and Norman and that whole group, I mean, they, they they, grind it out on public land year in and year out. And yeah. they, they put numbers of mallards up. I mean, that's that's some guys in our area that I can truly really say do it publicly and kill a lot of birds. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you on that. Yeah, it's just like it's a whole different area. Like, we don't have to... It's so easy to get permission on private, so it's like... I don't know why I'd, I'd try to hunt public up here, but, like, downward like, Arkansas and stuff like that, like, that's what you do. You you hunt public. Oh, yeah. Like, just
1: how it is. Fucking
0: yeah,
1: grind I mean, in and grind out. Yeah, I mean, I, I would if I was up there in that area, I'd probably be hunting private, too, just because, you know, we don't have, like, if you go to knock on someone's door around here and you say, Hey, can I hunt your land? They're going to be like, no, get away from me. Like it's not going to happen because I mean, either they hunt or somebody in their family hunts, they're probably hunting it. And I mean, we also don't have the farmland like we have in our area. So, I mean, it's just like people, if you, if you show up and knock on somebody's door and say, Hey, would you mind if I took a look to hunt your land? They're just going to look at you like you've lost it. I mean, they're just going to be like, Oh, no. why would you even have the audacity to ask that? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah, just different different areas, parts of yeah. parts of different areas. I mean, some places, like I mean, uh, granted, there is some places in Minnesota that just get leased really heavily. Like, I mean, Fergus Falls, Rochester, all those kind of areas, they get leased very hard, and like you can't get permission out there. I mean, you there's little farms here and there that you can, that they'll be jumping feeds or whatnot, but like all the really good fields year after year usually are already taken up. But like where we're at, Oh yeah. Like where we're at, there's just so much farmland that like they can go anywhere. So it's like pretty, it'd be pretty hard for you to lease a field and like consistently be able to kill birds out of it. But they just, there's so many different spots.
1: Just jump around,
0: yeah. Like they could be yeah. feeding that spot one day, and next they're in a whole different area.
1: Yeah, that see that that would be tough too in itself. Yeah, I mean that's that's just like I mean honestly that's that grinding and scouting is just like grinding and scouting like we do down here. Yeah, I mean, you know we we hunt and then we're like, all right, all right we got to go find somewhere to hunt for the next day. Yeah. and I'm sure y'all have to do the same thing. Yeah, you got to you, you got to stay where the birds are and where they want to be. And,
0: you know, some days you get your butt handed to you, and some days you give the butt whooping. So, oh, yeah. I mean Yeah, no, I hear you. There, there's, like, now the regulations got switched, but I remember, I swear, dude, every year on our split, like, they're in all of my spots. Like, they know the split. Because, we'll, like, the past years, it'll be, like, a two-week split, so you can't hunt for two weeks. And then, like, there's one weekend where you can't hunt in the middle of them now they switch it to just a five-day split and cut our season shorter which i am not a huge fan of but that's fine
1: sorry lana lana just walked in i'm sorry
0: and uh say hey how we doing but yeah no i swear dude every time that split happens birds are in the field i'm just sitting there watching them it's like can't do anything man <laughs> but now but, this this is a different year got a we got a chance,
1: yeah, and it's, that's that's kind of how it is down here I mean, uh, recently we've killed probably the majority of our birds all before the split, and then uh you know that split hits, and we never really get another push after that, mainly you know the weather ain't cold enough yeah. but i mean that's that's the major factor, you know, in my opinion, the weather obviously, and then the The second biggest factor, in my opinion, is, you know, people can say that the farming for ducks ain't keeping birds in areas, but I mean, that you know, there's ten, there's so many more people doing it nowadays than they were back in the day. you know? Yeah, and I feel like that has a little to do with it. I'm not saying for, for all you people in Missouri they're going to be like, oh no, we're not doing anything wrong by farming for ducks. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it it does hold up a piece of the migration. I feel like. Just yeah. because there's there used to be birds naturally migrated regardless of weather pattern, and now we don't even get that, so I mean, I think that has a little bit to do with it, but obviously, number one factor no cold weather, yeah, yeah, I mean, like last year for us, to
0: do we didn't get snow till like the twenty fifth of December,
1: like wow, yeah, see that's crazy we got
0: we got ten inches of snow in October, and that was it, yeah. Is for one wow. day and then it melted. Wow.
2: And so it was, that's, it was tough.
1: Yeah, that's, that's wild, honestly. I mean, that's, that's one of the things we're missing, man. We don't, we don't get that snow line anymore like we used to. Yeah. And I mean, hey, I, I talk to people day in and day out about duck hunting. I mean, that's just part of my life. But yeah, I mean, I was talking to a buddy not too long ago and we were talking about how the snow line, you, used to come down to, you know, right below Oklahoma border and now we don't even it it might not even get to Nebraska anymore, you know? It, yeah. it might not even be a there might not even be a snow line anymore. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh yeah, no. I don't know. It's been it's been weird. I mean Yeah. I feel like what I've noticed up here is like every four years it like gets a heat wave. And last year was like our fourth year. So we just hit that hard heat wave and it's like seventy five in November. And I was like, "Yeah, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't, I can't do anything with that. Like,
1: I bang oh, off. Man. No, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Way, way too much. Like, it's, it's not even funny how much I understand what you're saying. Yeah,
0: no, it's just terrible. Birds are just not cooperating at all. Like, why? The thing is, for them, like, shit." 75 degrees out. How the hell would I jump off the roost anytime before ten minutes before shooting light ends and then I yeah. get my six kernels of corn and I'm back in the water, safe as can be.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean heck, I even noticed last year, you know, you saying that, like 10 minutes before shooting light. I noticed last year, um we were scouting spot and it was right after the split actually. And this is a feed. These birds don't roost in this area. Yeah. they they feed here, and they were all coming in at roost time mm-hmm. and feeding. Yeah, and I mean they were feeding literally at night, and then in the morning they get up, go somewhere, and sit where you probably can't shoot them. I mean they're like you said they're adapting, man. And birds are just adapting.
2: Yeah, yeah
1: straight up. I that's my opinion. I I hundred percent believe they came in there to feed that night, and then because they do.
2: Yeah,
1: and then. There they went wherever they could go where they're not gonna get shot at for the whole day and then they're gonna come right back at night again and feed some more.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I wanted and then back to your thing about the duck habitat building. I mean, for us, like, they don't they don't leave until it gets like the ice is covered. Like you, if there's water, they're gonna stay. Like no matter how cold it is, like.
1: Yeah,
0: as long as they got food and up of water, they're
1: there. Yeah. They ain't moving. No, there's no reason Mallard, for them to. Mallard, Mallard ducks are lazy. They, yeah. get, they ain't going to move unless they have food.
0: Mm-hmm. The same way with our big geese. like Dude, it'll be cold. and They'll still be sitting on the river. And I'm like, what are you doing up here? Like, You should leave. <laughs> like, I love that you're here because I can still beat you up, but like, it is cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they... I'm telling you, if they don't if they ain't gotta fly, they ain't gonna do it. They, no. they don't care to. No. And like if you build habitat, why would they leave?
2: Like... Exactly.
1: I mean that that's what I'm saying. Like my, my thing with the the duck habitat is I get it. I mean, yeah, it's it's a great thing. You're gonna yeah. have food for birds, you're gonna house birds, you you know, you're probably gonna help the population. But at the same time, if you keep your water open and all that we're not getting any kind of migration down here, and yeah. I mean, like I said, that's not that's not my main factor. So I don't need to get any grief from anybody up north above me. Yeah, I'm just saying that I feel like that does have a part in it, but like I said, weather's the biggest thing, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have a mild year, you're not going to see the pushes that you usually would. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I agree. I, I...
0: yeah. We had one big push that was when we had our snow and then it was just very light dusting throughout the rest of the season with birds and it was like yeah they'd come in they'd scatter around and then dude some of our like best spots like some of our biggest roofs, there just wasn't birds there i'm like where are these yeah. birds like it's i get it it's 75 fucking degrees out in minnesota in third week of november like probably playing, probably playing a factor in it, but still, yeah. like, it's just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like here. I mean, we got the water finally about midway through season. We got a little weather, and I was like, man, I, I bet I can find some birds now because I got some good places that, you know, over the years, we've, we've shot a lot of mallards out of in the timber. And I went and checked all of them, man, and <laughs> – I mean, there was one day we stayed out all day scouting, saw five
0: mallards total,
1: and we yeah. covered a lot of area. And that—that's sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear You were sad. talking about the water. How was the water over on east side of Texas? Because I know West was terrible. They had like nothing.
1: So starting out, man, it was bad. I mean, if you weren't if you weren't walking, you weren't hunting. Um, yeah. Unless you hunted main lake, and I mean, if you hunted main lake, you, you ain't gonna kill nothing anyway. Yeah. But um. I mean, midways through the year, we got some rain and uh got a got a hard rain and got a lot of lot of water fast. And that brought the the rivers up, and caused the lake to rise, and then uh back you know backed up and that helped us out a lot. But I mean, hey, even then it was few and far between. Yeah, but I mean, high water years are normally our best years in the in East Texas. I mean that's. Yeah. Your high water years are the years you can get back, get away from people, get off the big trail, and I mean that's where you can really find birds and kill birds but um I mean low water years you're gonna have to fight for places and you're gonna have to walk just put on some walking shoes and get ready,
0: yeah, yeah, I can imagine that's we we haven't had like really any rain since like last fall I mean we've had spurts here and there, but Everything is... We've had burning bands on for... the entire year. And it's yeah. just dry. Just not good. Everything's dried yeah. up. Like, need something to switch up here. Because, like, I just want flooded flooded corn again. I guess that's all I want.
1: And, uh, I don't mind you for that. I understand completely.
0: Yeah. Like, because we can get some that's, that's- nasty stuff. Like, Can get
1: rowdy yes that's that's like you saying you want to hunt timber down here i mean i'd i'd trade stuff to hunt some flooded corn up there for sure
0: oh i feel that yeah dude it's it's like it just it's got to be so wet and like got to get lucky on like the field isn't tiled because that's like a big thing up here is tiling so then they don't run into that problem flooding And so that's like why Minnesota's lost a lot of wetlands and stuff like that, because dry years like right now, they just plow it all over where water's supposed to be, and then they tile it, and then you lose that wetland. So that's been a big thing for us, is just the tiling piece of it. But I mean, you can find some sweet little flooded spots that they just haven't tiled for whatever reason, and then corn grows up because you get a re- late rain and and it's just fucking gross like
1: i can only i can only imagine that that's i bet that's ridiculous
0: oh dude it's so much fun. we had this one spot it was like a creek that ran the creek that ran down in this valley and then they didn't they didn't plant anything but they just like had a bunch of weeds around the edge and then like they didn't tile the base, but it was like old corn. And so then it just flooded just sheet water. And it was like, put them not have been more than eight inches deep. And we shot this out of them out of there for like two weeks in a row. And Man. it was insane.
1: <laughs> Golly. I can, I'm telling you, I mean, so I was in a, I went to college in Kansas and okay. there were, and I was there for four years obviously and I mean that was when Cheyenne Bottoms was still good yeah and you know before before everybody in the world figured out about Cheyenne Bottoms started coming from all over to hunt it because they heard about it and this and that I mean you could go out there and but if it so there's a little part off of uh and what what hole is it I don't know what pool it is, but there's a part that it'll flood back into not a field, but like a, there's a house and a hill that comes down into the the pool and it'll flood up into that little uh, grass area. And man, if you can catch it flooding up in there and get some layouts in there, there my freshman year, man, we, we drug layout all the way over there, which was terrible by the way (laughs) I I wouldn't advise it unless you just really want to kill a lot of birds. But man, we, we did that. We. We brushed those things up, and I mean, heck, this is an all night affair. Yeah, you know, we 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 took decoys in. We were like, all right, we're gonna set here, 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 and here. Let's throw decoys like this. So we threw decoys, and we went back to the truck, got our layout, came back out there, started brushing in. I mean, it took us an hour and a half to brush our own blind. In two hours. Yeah. And then by that time, we only had about an hour and a half left. So we walked back to the truck, got our guns and shells and everything, walked back, and by that time, you're you're looking at forty five minutes till shooting time. So I mean. You know, we were, it was an all not thing, but it was 100% worth it. I mean, that, that place was good. Like, like you said, like it wasn't no more than eight inches deep. Yeah. Eight inches deep. And I mean, it was just, oof, it was rough. It, it was rough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with it, dude. Like walking in spots, we don't have to do it a ton. Um, just because dry fields are like, they're usually pretty dry with rains here and there. and the all but very rarely so you usually can walk everything in but like you walk into a spot and smash them like you can't beat
1: that like definitely not because then it's like oh it was all worth it yeah but also on the other hand walking in somewhere and then not killing anything and then you're like god i gotta carry all this (laughs) stuff back out and walk out with no birds. yep that that feeling man that feeling's terrible lana got a taste of that feeling last year yeah, and I, I don't think she said – she said she ain't ever going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's
0: terrible, dude. And then, like, just start sweating a ton, and then you're taking all your clothes off cause so hot. And you're just like, fuck
1: this. <laughs> dude, so bad. Dude, I, mean, I mean, man, last year, I'm telling you, last year we walked probably a mile and a half, in and a mile and a half out, and we had oh. some guys set up on – we had some guys set up on us. They wouldn't set up on us we'd have killed our birds we yeah. were where they wanted to be those guys were probably 50 yards from us and wouldn't stop blowing the calls but that's that's another topic and uh um, <laughs> we, we killed like six or seven but i mean it, it was nowhere near what it should have been and could have been yeah and then we had to walk back out man we all we got decoys out of there and just sat on the bank and we were all looking at each other like who's gonna say it who's gonna say let's go who's gonna say it <laughs> like we we're like no one wants to say it because you're you know what's about to happen and finally i got up and was like all right well this walk ain't gonna get itself over with and <laughs> dude that i to tell you that was one of them, that was a struggle it was oh. terrible so bad
2: yeah it's just not fun not fun at all oh.
0: yeah, like we we used to hunt way back like when i was like 16 there was like this freak that ran off the road and it was like a two-mile canoe ride down and then this was before like everybody knew about it we would go shoot them up but then once everyone figured out the first couple of times we realized it knew all the way down there'd be a bunch of people out there then you'd shoot nothing and then you'd have to canoe all the way back upstream two miles My my fucking 115 pound golden retrievers run around the canoe all packed up. And I'm just like, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) I'm never doing this again. (laughs)
1: That's so bad. Uh, That's awful. I, I feel, I feel for you right there. Yeah. It,
0: it was, it was a super hot area. And then some reason every single person in our hometown found out about it. And then it's just like,
1: that's kind of like one of our spots here, man. It 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 was so good, for so long, and everybody found out about it. Now it's just a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, every now and then, if you get in there on opening day and the birds are there, you're gonna smash them. Yeah. But it's gonna be a one or it's gonna be a one or two day affair, and then after that, that's yeah. it. You you can chunk it up for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm with you. Our thing is like last time I went out there. I took a kid out there for Youth Day because, like, we used to hunt Youth Day out there all the time. And there'd be like one other kid out there or whatever. So it'd be fine. Took him out for Youth Day. I mean, it was lights out. He didn't shoot a single bird, but he shot through three boxes. So, <laughs> like, <we, laughs> like, we were chilling. But, like, I was like, yep, I'm only hunting this Youth Day. And I'm never <laughs> any other time.
1: <laughs> I ain't not roll with that, though.
0: Yeah. No. Like, good spot to take the kids out. Whatever it is, like
1: let them pull the trigger.
0: Yeah, just let them rip through some shells, have some fun. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just one of those spots
2: that
1: you just leave for youth day. Like no wrong that at all. Yeah, no. Then it doesn't get pressured. I mean, cause honestly, not like there's there's a lot of
0: people that do youth day, but just not as much as like it used to be around us
1: i'm gonna be honest i don't know too many people that do use day in our area i did it once when i was growing up and see that's i hunted all the time with my my dad and all them and their group but i mean you know they used to that was kind of like hey eh, whatever i mean we're not going out there just so you can shoot this like you know the name of the game of them was killing you yeah. know i mean they they weren't going out there to waste time and have fun with buddies and stuff. they were going out there to kill birds yeah and, You know, they were like, you know, we're not, we're not going to waste our time taking you. I mean, you're, you're six years old. You're not going to hit these ducks coming in. Like, yeah, we let you, we let you go and shoot with us just for an extra limit, so we can shoot your limit. But I mean, (laughs) you know, we we wasting our time with you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I hear. I mean,
1: I I grew up front man. I grew up (laughs) one, you know, throwing doing the deep. Hey, put that over there, hey, put this over there, Hey, put that over there, hey, do this, do that, do this, oh, go get those birds, all right, all right, cool, yeah, hey, load everything <laughs> up, We're gonna sit here and watch. <laughs>
0: oh, I feel that uh, it's just part of being being the young one of the group, hey man
1: that that's how I learned everything though oh, you know exactly. that they, they would they they would tell me what to do, but then they would explain why I was doing it this way, yeah. And, you know, they'd explain, like, okay, well, we're hiding here. The sun's here. The wind's this way. The birds should do this. That's why we want to put the, the decoys here and do all that. And then they'd be yeah. like, all right, now go do it. Yeah. That's a vibe. dude. We we were taking this kid out last year. He's, like, 14, 13, maybe.
0: And literally, dude, I was not asking for much, but he would just bitch and moan. I'm like, dude, you're never coming to home with me again. Like, you're going to cry about everything. Dude, I used to do everything for, like, old guys that I hung with. Like,
2: man, me too.
0: <laughs> do not tell me. He'd just sit on his phone I'm like, dude, just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, that's, I, just, that,
1: that's that generation. Oh, man, my God. Yeah. That generation.
2: <laughs>
1: they, they they, don't even know what works is of when it's something they want to do that's fun. <laughs>
0: I mean, oh, uh, it just blew my mind, dude. I'm just like, dude, we're taking you out. Like, don't have to spend. You don't have to spend any money on scouting, any money on decoy, like whatever it is. I don't have to find a field, bring out like a lot, and you're just gonna sit there, bitch about. Oh, you have to throw out a couple decoys. You can't go on your phone. I'm like,
1: I'm gonna put it this way. I had, I was six years old and had hip waders that almost, water was almost come in, which didn't matter because there was a hole in the boot and it was either, Hey, you can go, but you're going to wear those waders that got a hole in the boot no matter how cold it is. If you don't want to go and get wet, then you don't, you just don't get to go. So I hunted for at least two or three years with a hip waders that had a hole in it and leaked no matter how cold it was. And I would sit there and freeze it. They didn't care. And I also had to do everything on top of that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, any kind of kid that goes with, you know, people like us nowadays, I mean they, they don't know how good they got. <laughs> and the the equipment and everything's just so much better now. Than it oh used my god. To be, yeah. You know, so I mean I mean it just makes it so much easier. I mean back then man, that those I ain't hating on Flambeau because I mean the owner of Flambeau is retired now and has millions of dollars. Yeah. But you know, them old them old flambeau decoys, you know, just whatn't wasn't no bag bag it it was a dang bag with straps on it like a backpack and you you carry it out there and then you put it in the water (laughs) you got to make sure when you get down to the last few decoys you hold on to it and undo the weight everything so it won't sink And i mean it just nowadays you know you got the bags float you just let them go
2: Mm -hmm. no
1: decoys you ain't got to worry about it sinking and Mm -hmm. it ain't heavy and they don't know how good they got it
0: oh no dude literally Asking to throw a dive bomb silhouettes, they're fucking cardboard. And I'm, yeah. I'm, oh li- I'm like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm out there. When I was younger, had the big magnum, uh, magnum shells. Yeah. You could only carry yeah. like one or two at a time, and you're just like, they're yeah. struggling through the field with them. <laughs> oh God, those were, those were it. Yeah, but I, I don't okay. know. It's just kids got to got to figure it out or something kids that appreciate it should all invite them back every single time but like yeah, and gonna- i
1: mean that that's kind of how we are i mean we're gonna i kind of want to lean towards more kids that don't have like that that older figure to uh teach them how to do it you know yeah. i mean I, i'll take any kid don't get me wrong but uh i mean those kids that want to hunt and don't have like a dad or an yeah. older brother or somebody that's older than them to take them and teach them, Hey, this is why we're doing this. This
2: yeah.
1: is this, you know, we should go over here. If somebody's here, we should do this. and that. You know, I want those kids to really hunt with us because that, that allows me to reach somebody that might not get that. And then they can reach other people too. Once they learn that. from me, you know?
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude. Like I was a great, I got super lucky to have a mentor that took me out a shit ton. Cause like my parents don't hunt. Like, nobody in my family ever hunted. Like, my grandpa would deer hunt a little bit, but, like, waterfowl, nothing. Like, if I would have never met him from across the road, like, I probably would have never, never started duck hunting.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I would have, because it's in my blood, but, like, just saying, like, it would have just never been at the extent that it's... Yeah, yeah, its it
1: it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like it is right now.
0: Yeah. Like, so... I don't know. That's like, that's the nice thing. Taking kids out that don't have the parent to help them out or show them or guide the mentors that's, the whatever it is.
1: That That's really what we want to lean towards. You know, that that's, I feel like that's the bigger issue at hand is people yeah. that are, you know, like, I guess just giving a boat and a gun when they're 16 and saying, Hey, go have fun. And you know, they, they've never been taught how to hunt. They just go out there and they're like, Oh, well maybe I can hit those birds. They're a hundred yards away, but I'm going to try anyways. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not talking bad about yeah. those kids cause they don't know any better. I'm just saying like that, I feel like that's a lot of the problem too. Like nobody has taught certain people yeah. what they should do, what they should do, you know and I mean? It's, I feel like that's a big problem. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we're leaning towards trying to, you know, change, you know, you see a problem, you try to, try to, come up with a plan to fix that problem that's kind of what we're doing with
0: that yeah oh absolutely Uh, just the education piece is everything because yeah like you're saying i mean kids can go out there go buy a boat whatever it is but if you don't know like the fundamentals about it and like how like yeah you can go shoot by shoot ducks that are flying by or whatever (laughs) but to get them to work into your face like that's what you want that's 100%. what hunting is about.
1: Yeah. Fifteen yards or closer. That's that's my motto. Fifteen yeah. yards or closer. Yep. Yeah. And so that'd... I mean, you know, sometimes I get it. I get sometimes there's that one lone greenhead that's stubborn that won't get down in there and he's working you and working you and you can kill him. Yeah. And you're like, man, I really want him to do it right. And then finally that tenth circle that he doesn't do it, you're like, you know what? And you kill him. <laughs> But I mean, you know, a single I get it. But you know, when you got a group of ten, and you do that, and you yeah. kill one or two ducks out of ten, you just educated eight or nine of them. Yeah. And now that those those eight or nine birds are smarter, and it's just that that's you know, there's there's like you said earlier, there's a time and place for everything, and I, you know, it, there's that's got to be taught. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying I know you know, the right way to hunt. There's a right way to hunt everywhere that's different, 100%. And, you know, I don't want anybody to think, like, oh, this guy just thinks he has it figured out. Because I don't. I learn stuff every day. I'm just saying, like, I I have a system that I do and how I hunt and what, how we hunt, you know, me and Dylan and everybody. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it does work. So, I mean, that that's kind of what we're trying to get at, you know, plus the respect aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just got to be taught some way or the other. Just figure out. I mean, you can figure it out on your own, but it might take a little longer and you might get bitched at a little bit more. But I mean, if you have somebody to be there and show you the way, it's a lot better, a lot
2: easier.
1: A lot easier, yeah.
0: Like, I mean, you're going to have to figure out eventually, but it's going to be a lot more, oh shit, I'm too close to this person on public land or whatever it is. And then you're going to get your ass chewed, and then you're going to be like, why the hell would I want to keep coming out here if I'm just going to get my ass chewed? And exactly. I don't
1: exactly like what. And that, there's there's a lot of people like that. That's a good point. I mean, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, there's a lot of guys that are just like, man, screw them, screw their kids, screw those kids, this, that, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And they don't want to take the time out to be like, hey, man, like, I, I understand, you know, you want to kill these birds too but we were here first so you know maybe next time you know come talk to us maybe we have room or next time you know have a plan b so you can still hunt and you don't mess someone else up at the same time you know
2: yeah oh absolutely gotta be that uh
0: to get the public land etiquette that hunter
1: etiquette exactly exactly and then do it in the right way you know don't there's no reason to be an ass of somebody for no reason, no. you know? And I mean, I, I wasn't raised that way either. Like granted my dad and all them, they were asses to me, but that's, <laughs> yeah. that's because, that's because they, they were just like, Hey, yeah. Hey, you're our back yeah. You do what we say. When we say we are allowing you to come out here and have fun, yep. you know? So, but I mean, you know, when it comes to other people, there, there ain't no reason to be like that. You know, no. like you said, you know, I, that's gonna make that kid feel like, well, man, why why do I even want to keep coming out here? And, yeah, you know, and, that, and that's not what we want to happen. We want as many people to hunt as possible. Just you know, just we want as many people to hunt as possible, respectfully yeah. and right. Like you said, with etiquette. I mean, yeah, that, that's all it is.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. That's. I mean, that's just the big thing. Like, I mean, you'll even see it up here. Like people just nagging on each other just bitching about whatever it is and then it's like dude you're like a 13 year old kid why the hell would you want to keep trying to hunt if everyone's just gonna be yeah. like you don't kill shit you don't kill you don't kill this you don't kill that And then it's like well okay whatever i'll just quit hunting <laughs> And that, that's one of
1: the other things i try to get at. you know i i try to get it you don't always have to kill something no, not at all you know just because all right, you ain't got no birds. Here comes a spoonbill flying of the decoys. Okay, I'm gonna shoot it because I ain't shot nothing all day.
2: No, yeah. I
1: mean that. I, I, I I'm, I'll watch people all day shoot. I'll watch people shoot ringnecks. I'll watch people shoot heads, i I'll watch people shoot wood ducks. I'll watch people shoot teal. Anything. I'm just personally not gonna do it. Yeah. I, I, if I was by myself and I had one bird to finish, I'm. I'm five minutes until I have to be out of this place or quit hunting in this area and a spoonbill comes in or something like that, I ain't going to shoot. I'd rather kill five birds than kill my limit by shooting three know, I try to get that through to people. You you don't have to make a pile every time you go out there. It's not about that. It's about doing it the right way. Once again, right way. There's no right way, but the right way. And, you know, Whatever your you right to, way is. Yeah, you don't have to shoot at birds takes hours yeah. just to say, Hey, hey, look, I killed them. you know yeah. that that's what I'm saying. I yeah, I'm terrible at explaining that. It just makes <laughs> me sound like a straight, arrogant butthole.
0: <laughs> no worries, brother. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that. You just gotta gotta find your right line of where things align. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But that's just how it goes, I guess.
1: It is. That, that's how it goes. Hundred percent. Right. Like I said, that goes back to the social media thing that everybody thinks they gotta kill something to say, "Hey, look at what I killed." Hey, look at what I did. Hey, this, and that. Yeah. You know, there's, there's gonna be days you don't kill anything, and get your butt handed to you. I've had yeah. plenty of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, some can be your most fun hunts
0: too. Like I've, shit, dude, I've hunted. Get our ass beat a couple of times last year, but I mean, I was laughing my ass off because it was just my buddies doing stupid shit. The time. <laughs> like it was just like birds weren't flying or whatever. They're just making a fool of stuff, <laughs> and it's just like I
1: wish, I wish, I wish we could be like that. Like <laughs> I wish we could have fun. When we're, but man, I mean, you know, we we get mad and we're like, oh yeah, all right, we we got to go find birds. Like we we got to do this, we got to do that, and it's it turns in from it turns from. Oh, we're out here killing, having a good time. It's uh yeah. all right, let's get serious and find birds. Yeah. And, you know, hey, it, it's fun, like you said, still, just because we're out there hunting and doing stuff. And, you know, you do have those laughs and everything, but at the same time, you feel the tension in between oh, everybody yeah. because we didn't kill anything. Yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't say anything. Oh, man, I hope. Because if I found those birds and then they don't show up the next day, everybody's like, holly, you idiot. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah.
0: Idiot. <laughs> and then and
1: then, you know, I mean I know if somebody calls me and like, Hey, there's three hundred ballards here, we're gonna take four people in there and smash, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at and be like, cool, and then if we if we do go, we don't kill anything, I'm just gonna be like, Man, there wasn't birds here <laughs> Even though there probably was, they just yeah. either didn't come back A, or they moved out overnight. Yeah. No, and
0: dude, that's that's what you're talking about. Like those are my fun hunts with my buddies just Find a spot, and then they've been giving me shit because I like messed up on a spot or something. Then I'm just like, "Yep, you guys." Oh,
1: uh, so you then you get that <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. I I feel that completely.
0: I'm like, "Oh, who's the big docker now?" Okay.
1: <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you though. Somehow everything and every hunt we have turns into being my fault. Even oh if yeah. Kill birds. Even yeah. Even if we kill a bunch of birds, one <laughs> that one bird that didn't come in was my fault. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, dude. I'm in the same boat as you. It's just... Oh, yeah. Some of my buddies just crack me up. They're just dumber than and box then, rocks. And
1: then, you, <laughs> and then you... When you do find birds, I do kill them, there's no, hey, man, good job. <laughs> hey, man, credit. It's always... It's always like, yeah, we killed these birds. We found these <laughs> birds. We did that. And I'm like, you weren't in the boat?
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: what? Uh, there's, There's... There's probably one person in the last few years that can say they've been with me every time we found birds, and that's Dylan Hooker. Yeah. And and Cody's been there a few times, you know, because me and Cody haven't really publicly hunted a lot together just because his schedule's always different than mine. Yeah. But Dylan, me and Dylan, I mean, dude, I can go ahead and tell you, we've been together on a lot of birds that we found and then killed the next day.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hear you on that, dude.
1: But then there's a lot of people that just show up. And, Birds
2: and then, and then yeah, they got, we did it. Gone with the wind.
0: Yeah. Nope. No, I'm with down there. Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. Lot, uh, lots and lots of fun. But yeah, no, brother. I uh, I actually got to jump on another call at 6:30. But thank you for jumping on. That was a blast.
1: Man, I appreciate you having me. You know, I I love talking, as you can tell. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if uh. If anybody watching this has questions about what I meant by the right way or wants to give me crap (laughs) for anything I said or anything, just add us on Loaded Timber and shoot me a message and I'll be willing to listen to it and eat it, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And where can they find all your stuff to go uh,
1: pick up some new merch? So they can either go to Loaded dot com, or they can, you know, follow us on Instagram at Loaded Timberwaterfowl And then we got our link in the bio. So, I mean, wherever it, however they want to do it um i mean like i said i'm sure there's gonna be some people that want to talk to me about some of the things i said that are controversial <laughs> and I, hey i'll eat it uh, i'll tell you why i said what i said and if you can tell me why i'm an idiot and yeah. we'll, we'll start a friendship <laughs> off of that i'm all good with it
0: well, all right brother i appreciate it and thank you once again
1: yes sir thank you
0: all right see ya
1: yes sir see ya